Ooh, we got lots of good blogs this show. Get ready. That's right. It's me, Eric, from YourRealityRecaps.com, bringing back our Real Housewives audio blogs for this season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, Season 7. Now, for those of you that don't know, basically, I don't like to read. I like to be read, too. And I think everyone else feels the same way, which is why I'm reading you the Bravo blogs from the ladies each week as they put them out. Now, look. They don't put them out frequently. So while we're going to try and make this a regular podcast coming out on the same time each week, just remember that I'm a slave to the ladies. So once they put out stuff, you'll be getting one of these every single week. Now, where can you see this and listen to it? Of course, on iTunes. And if you are, do us a favor, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. These shows will also be archived on our website, Your Reality Recap com slash bravo. Now, if you guys want an amazing way to help support our shows, consider becoming a patron. YourRealityRecaps.com slash patron. You get access to the patron-only group on Facebook. You get shows just for patrons weekly, prize giveaways for patrons, and your questions asked to reality stars when they come on our shows. Of course, you guys know we are live every single night of the week over on YouNow at YouNow.com slash reality recaps. Of course, it is Big Brother season currently, so that is what we are mainly focusing on. And if you are a Big Brother fan, I don't know why you are not over there checking out all our Big Brother content. But that's not all we do. So feel free to peruse our website, yourrealityrecaps.com, and see all of the amazing shows, content, videos, live streams, reality star guests that we have on all the time. Another great way you can help support our shows is if you're doing any Amazon shopping, go to yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon. Or if you just want to make a one-time donation to help us keep bringing you all of this content, consider doing so at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal. Now, we have so much to get to from this week's Real Housewives of New Jersey that I think we need to jump right Right into it with our first blog. I should probably totally go back and read, uh, not read, listen to that intro. I hope it's still relevant now that Big Brother's over. I'll do that later. I don't have time. It's 1 a.m. and we got lots of blogs to read this week. So I'm going to jump into the, I'm going to put the worst first. <laughs> I mean, not the worst person. I love Siggy, but you know. <sighs> I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say she's going to be like, my babies, my babies, my boys' thighs. My boys have the sexiest thighs. It is getting a little creepy, Siggy. Anyway, her blog... <coughs> sorry, I don't edit these. Her blog is called Timing is Everything. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Timing is everything. This applies to a lot of the relationship turmoil that's happening during this season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. I'm so happy to offer my relationship expertise to anyone willing to listen, but unfortunately, I'm not a magician. (gasps) Do magicians do relationship advice now? Because is that why David Blaine is always in, like, Jell-O? 
Although I don't know why Jello would be a good relation. Okay, I'm totally losing it. Let's just go back over here. Ideally, I'd love to see everyone back together as one big happy family. But that would mean both parties agree to it. Remember, it takes two to tango. Is anyone else getting the feeling that Siggy's relationship advice just involves metaphors? One bird in the bush is worth two in the hand. Don't cry over the spilled milk of my blog. When you're walking through a forest and a tree falls, does it make a noise? Well, Teresa does, and she just won't shut up. <laughs> okay, Siggy didn't say any of that. Back to Siggy. It's heartwarming to see the relationships... Oh, it's heartbreaking. See, one word makes all the difference. It's heartbreaking to see the relationships not getting back to where they used to be. But it's important to keep in mind that everyone has a lot of going on in their own lives. That's more important to each of them at the moment. Teresa is trying to get in as much family time as possible in the short time between her arrival home and Joe's departure. Can you imagine the stress? One person can handle only so much emotionally. The timing just isn't right to work things out. There's a big difference between making up with a brother and making up with a cousin. I'm sure Teresa and Joe's parents had a lot to do with bringing them back together. They undoubtedly encouraged them to get along. And I'm sure the children know how much it meant to the parents that they work things out. Richie's comments certainly didn't help the situation at all. But knowing Richie, he didn't intend to cause any harm. Sometimes we say things in the heat of the moment we just don't mean. Or we say things that are funny that overly sensitive people take way too personally and just need to get a sense of humor. Back to Siggy. Some relationships are easy to fix, some take a little time, and some may be past the point of repairing. It all comes down to, is it worth it to you in the moment to put in the effort? Down the road, when and if the timing is just right, I hope that the entire group can get along again. Although, it doesn't look like that's going to be anytime soon. I'm not counting on any of these relationships being over just yet, though, and neither should you. And thus concludes the Bravo Blog of Siggy. So what did you guys think? Let me know in the comment section below on our website. What are some other... Maybe we should all just tweet Siggy like some good um, metaphors. Those are metaphors, right? Or are they innuendos? Onomatopoeia? I'm so confused. Anyway, we need to move on to our next blah, blah, And it's from Dolores called Italians Love Hard and Fight Hard. Gotta agree with her on this one. Woo! The Real Housewives of New Jersey drama has really been heating up lately. And my girl Siggy's been doing her best, offering up plenty of amazing relationship advice on the show. I may not be a relationship expert. Oh my god, why? It, it, I swear to god, it's because I've been talking all day and it's so late. I may not be a relationship expert, but I am Italian. So I feel like I have some input to offer Siggy and all of you non-Italians, so you can better understand the drama that's been going down in Jersey. Siggy has been dishing out some incredible tips on maintaining relationships and mending relationships. However, when you're Italian, the, quote, rules don't typically apply. 
Now, I obviously can't speak for all Italians out there, but I can speak from my opinion and my experience based on pretty much every single is every single Italian family I've ever known. We Italians are extremely passionate people. We love hard and we fight hard. Okay, so me, Erica, and just jump right in here now. As someone who comes from an Italian family, yes and no. There's no way this one knows every single Italian family. You might know 12. I don't know if you're aware. There's probably like 12,000 million uh, uh, Italian families in the United States or world, even. I don't know. I went to Catholic school. Um, how many people are in the world? How many billions? Oh, my God. I totally want to watch Idiocracy again. It's a really good movie if you haven't seen it. Give me a big ass fry. Oh, my God. I'm losing it. Okay. Clearly, my Adderall's wearing off. Um, what was my point? Oh, right. Yeah, some Italian families are like that, but not all of them. And if you're an Italian family and you're like that, you know what else? Now you know a better way. And if you know a better way and you keep being stuck in your old way, you know what that makes you? A douche. So don't be a douchey Italian. And I'm Italian, so I can say that. Back to Dolores. History often repeats itself, but in my own life, I'm determined to make a change and evolve from the way that I was raised. See, she's already agreeing with me. For my own sake and for the sake of my children, I've been working hard to adjust all of the new things that are going on in my life. My kids are becoming more independent, and I'm becoming more independent, too. In the beginning, I had a hard time coming out of my comfort zone, but with the time I've put in, I'm now adjusting just fine and pulling my own weight. I've been working hard to make powerhouse gyms successful, and I'm determined to make a difference and use my own life experiences to help other women in the same situations as me. So many women feel like they don't deserve an hour or two a day for themselves. Until recently, I've been there, and I'm here to tell you that you do. If you take care of yourself, you're in a better position to take care of those around you. What a better way for you to spend two hours for, with yourself than at my gym paying me money. <laughs> well, she didn't say that. Obviously, I did. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Dolores. Like, I like Dolores. She has a hot son, which I still don't know how old he is. Uh, one day, one of you people will tell me. So we know it's appropriate or inappropriate if I'm calling him hot. But other than that, she's not offering anything else to the show. So let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Are you liking Dolores this season? Are you not liking her? Am I crazy to not like her? Because we got to move to the next Bravo blog. <laughs> and it's from Jacqueline called My Heart Was In The Right Place. Hi again. I know I'm going to blog about the last two episodes because I didn't write one last week. I'm sorry. You should be. I think these ladies realize how hard it is to do this when they don't blog about every week and then we don't have anything to talk about. I've been traveling and enjoying my friends and family. I'll try to get my blogs out faster next time. Oh, thanks, girl. I'd much rather save my family drama talk for the reunion when I'm asked specific questions. Because to be honest with you, I really don't care about it anymore. I do know that if they were... I, I do know that if it were my family at the center of drama, we would all be talking about them instead. And the girls know that. So I'm not really sure why they're acting like they're surprised by it. Okay, okay. I'll indulge a little bit. The bottom line is that 
all at the time, I was so invested in our group unity because I felt like we were all part of such a close group. Read between the lines. These were friends that I considered family. The thought of everybody getting along at the same time for once really sounded great to me, and I believed it would benefit everybody. I also don't like leaving people out. Teresa had claimed to have found God when she read the Bible in prison and said she finally learned about forgiveness and that's how she was able to forgive her sister-in-law and me. So I felt hopeful that she could also find it in her heart to forgive Kathy and Rosie like we had all forgiven Teresa for her wrongdoings. I think hope is a great thing to have and my intentions were all good. I know it doesn't make me a bad person. I have to say, what in what annoyed me most about that night at Kathy's house is how insensitive Melissa was towards the pain Kathy and Rosie were feeling at the time, especially when she used to vent to all of us about Teresa in the past, and we would all listen and comfort her and try and get things to a better place. Didn't Melissa just tell me at our last lunch alone together that she wanted me to be able to talk to her about Teresa when I didn't want to? I didn't understand why she wouldn't allow Kathy to do the same thing. I thought maybe she would want to help her and Rosie out in some way. Now let me get something straight. Kathy and Rosie were not talking badly about Teresa. They were expressing their hurt and frustration at Teresa being able to move forward with others and not them. I get it. Despite what has happened between them in the past, they just want to make peace for the family and they felt shut out. By Siggy and I trying to encourage a conversation between Teresa and her cousins, it was only coming from a positive place. There is nothing malicious about trying to help others make peace, and no one is going to convince me otherwise. Unfortunately, I learned that in this particular situation, it was apparent that it was, it was every man or woman for themselves, and it was only upsetting Teresa and Melissa by pushing the issue. That's when I decided it was time for me to take a step back and let them resolve things on their own. Just bothers me so much when I see friends hurting. Just want to help them. It's who I am. My heart was in the right place. After our discussion, Melissa and Joe hung out with us at Kathy's house, and we had a great time with each other until one in the morning. There didn't seem to be any hard feelings at all between anyone. It was nice. There have been worse conflicts in Teresa's family that have been resolved. So, I think there's always hope for Kathy, Rosie, and Teresa. When I heard Teresa had a breakdown after talking to Kathy and Rosie, and Teresa saying that her doors are always open, it showed me that there's still love there and that one day it could possibly mend. Where there's hurt, there's love. And I hope one day their families become whole again. I sincerely do. Let's go backwards to the play date between Nicholas, Gabriella, Melania, and Adriana. It was absolutely adorable. Nick gave Adriana a rose, just like the day she was born. It had been a long time since then, and Nicholas is such a gentleman. It's usually hard for me to explain to people uh, and get them to understand our new normal, but Teresa and her kids helped me feel better about showing them a piece of our world, and because of their acceptance, it meant the world to me. Understandably, I could tell it was still hard for Teresa to completely understand the autism spectrum because she said to me during the play date, well, at least it's not permanent. Referring to his autism. Oh, for the love of God. 
Although it's true that many children on the spectrum have recovered many skills once lost, currently there is no known cure for autism. However, with the right early interventions, treatments, and therapies, many children can greatly improve. There is no predicting the future. There is only hope. You must believe that your child is capable of learning and improving and that anything is capable. We just do our best every day to bring out the best in Nicholas. And at this point, my walls questioning Teresa's sincerity with me were really starting to come down again, and it really felt good to be friends with her again. I know I spoke a lot about Pete and Ashley in previous blogs, but as for Ashley and Pete's engagement, as a family, we couldn't be more thrilled for them. He's a great guy from a great family, and Ashley is blissfully happy, and that makes me happy. Life really couldn't be better for now. Make sure to turn in this week as we head to Vermont. The previews had me and my friends in belly laughs, although things do become a lot more clear as to why certain people were invited on the trip. I guess some things slash people never change. Holler at me later. I'll be on Watch What Happens Live Sunday. XOXO, Jacqueline. Ooh, so is she implying that Teresa set her up the way Teresa set Melissa up? (gasps) Let me know what you think in the comment section below, because we're going to move on to our next Bravo blog. (laughs) And it's from Melissa called Actions Speak Louder Than Words. I thought this week's episode was very real and very chilling. I tried to address a lot of your questions on Watch What Happens Live, but I wanted to make a few things clear. As you have seen through the past five seasons, there have been a lot of ups and downs between all of our families and friendships. No one's hands are 100% clean, including my own. But what I have learned is that actions speak louder than words when it comes to finding peace. Our issue with Kathy and Richie is that they are the ones that pulled away from Joe and I way before Teresa went away, and I'm still not even sure why. Now, all of a sudden, they're ready to come back and around and are annoyed that we're not dropping everything to make time for them. Even though we hadn't heard from them in a long time, we still supported them and checked in to make sure Victoria was okay and came to see their new beautiful home. The second we walked into their house, we got thrown into a heated conversation about Teresa. I was pretty clear that I didn't want to be put in the middle, and I'm glad Joe called Richie out on his unnecessary dig. Teresa, Joe, and I agreed that we would put the past in the past, and that there would be no more secrets, and that we would shut down any negative conversations about each other when that person was not there to defend themselves. And that's exactly what we did. I'm proud of how Joe handled everything through this entire episode. He loves his family and he wants peace. But he's right. We all need to be genuine to move forward. And if you're not ready to do that, then be honest and tell them. When people said they weren't supporting Kathy and Rosie, I think that's unfair. If it was... If it wasn't for Joe, Teresa would have never sat down with her with her cousins. I can't speak for Teresa, but I know my own experience with her, that she goes through a process, and she's got to get over one thing before she can approach the next. She said she doesn't feel that Kathy and Rosie want to reconcile, that Rosie and Kathy's reconciliation is genuine, and I can see both sides. I do believe they want to be back in the family and want to be with us, but I get that Teresa feels it's not sincere since they didn't reach out while she was away. 
I was not on the visitor list or on the approved email list, but I still wrote to Teresa to tell her how I felt and send her pictures of her girls. I made the effort to let her know that I wanted her to be in my life and that I wanted us to be good. What annoyed me most about that night was uh, that Kathy... Wait. Okay, hold on. I want to say this first. I feel like... And you guys let me know in the comment section below if you agree or disagree. Melissa just has to be all in with Teresa now, right? Like, I'm not even saying it's right or wrong. Pretty much, Melissa needs to be Teresa's ride or die, or that family is always going to be in turmoil. So really, Melissa just has to always side with Teresa now. And, I mean, ugh, it sucks, but I get it. Really, Teresa's the monster who just can't be an adult and move on from things, who has to, like, take everything so personally and make people pick sides. And, ugh, just so annoying. And they're all just really fighting for their spot on the show. But, okay, whatever. Let's go back to Melissa. What annoyed me most about that night at Kathy's was the fact that Jacqueline was so much more invested than even Kathy or Rosie were. From the minute I came through the door, she was trying to fight with me. It's a pattern that's been happening all season. For someone who keeps claiming that she's so tired of our family's drama, she seems to be consistently focused on it and is more of an antagonist rather than a peacemaker. Next week, we finally get to see the infamous Vermont trip. It's a whole nother level of crazy. I'm actually looking forward to seeing it because I still don't really understand how things got so out of control. Keep watching and lots of love, Melissa. So, yeah, I mean, I already said what I think about uh, what's going on between Melissa and the cast. But you guys let me know what you think in the comment section below, because we have to roll to the last and best, I'm going to assume, also the longest Bravo blog for this week from Teresa. And it's called That Skank Ho Bitch Kathy Is As Ugly As Her Lesbian Sister Rosie. (laughs) That's not what it's called. It's called There's Only So Much A Person Can Take. Hi, everyone. Some namaste. I'm coming. I'm going to assume she's coming at this with a whole namaste attitude. Sometimes in life you reach your breaking point when you just can't deal with something anymore. And I'm sad to say that's what happened with me and my cousins. This episode was upsetting to watch, but at the same time, I feel like I finally got closure on something that's been bothering me for a long time. Some people have said I came across as cold at my meeting with Kathy and Rosie, but they don't know the whole story. Those who know me well know that I don't wear my emotions on my sleeve like other people do. That's just how we were raised. People say that they have been wondering why I've been able to make up with Joey and Melissa and even Jacqueline, but not Kathy and Rosie. There's a lot more that has happened over the years than what you have seen on TV, and that's all I'm going to say. This is our family business, and it's not anyone else's. Before I say anything more about Kathy and Rosie, I want to say how grateful I am to my brother and sister-in-law for being there for me and sticking up for me at Richie and Kathy's house. That 
is what family is supposed to do for you. Stand up for you and be there when times are tough. Not tear you down and despair when life isn't fun and games anymore. Okay. And I agree, Eric speaking, I agree with that statement. However, if your family doesn't believe that what you're doing is right, they don't have to blindly follow you. If I get up and murder everyone on my block, my family isn't going to be like, oh my God, that's so great. Or if I embezzled money and stole from people and lied and screwed over banks and taxes so that other taxpayers had to make up the slack for all the fraud that me and my husband were doing, my family wouldn't have to say, oh, that's great. Obviously, I'm not doing those things. I'm talking about Teresa. It's what she did and why she was in jail. As well as her husband, they were in jail. When they say they're going away, they're really in jail. It's just a cute little way that they say they're in jail. Okay, so back to these two. Seeing Joey stand up to Richie made me cry. This is how Joey and I always were. We always had each other's back, and that night, he had mine. So did Melissa. She stood up to everyone when she said she wasn't going to get in the middle of this nonsense. She also called what Richie seemed to imply about me and my husband's relationship a dick thing to say, which it actually was. So thank you, Melissa. Your being there for me means more to me than the world, and I will always remember what you and Joey did for me. She is so frickin' mafia. You respect the family. You were there for me. I will never forget you. I will, I will take care of your family. You get four free cookbooks and some meatballs. Next time you come over, take some sauce and some gravy. Okay, back to Teresa. So why am I so upset with Rosie and Kathy? Oh, for the love of God, please let us know already because it really seems stupid. Um, that I said I reached my breaking point with them. There's a lot to it, but here's what I'll tell you. Wait, I'm sorry. Now she's telling us? Didn't she say five minutes ago she wasn't telling us? Okay. Yes, Richie has something to do with this. Over the years, he's always managed to put me down, make jokes at my expense, or say really cutting things about me. I talked about how mad I was that he threw my cookbook in the garbage years ago. I mean, who does that? I had it with Richie a long time ago, but I've kept my mouth shut over the years because he's married to my cousin. But now, I've had enough. For years, things Kathy, Richie... Things with Kathy, Richie, and Rosie were good, for the most part, until they came on the show Behind My Back, which I write about in my memoir, Turning the Table. Oh, for Christ's sake. Okay, well, as long as Teresa's putting her plug in, I will say, you, Teresa writes all about it in her memoir, Turning the Tables from Housewife to Inmate and Back Again. Uh, and you know what? If you guys are listening to this on our website, I will put the link to it um, below on Amazon. And if you use our link to buy it on Amazon, we will get probably a few dollars. So it doesn't cost you any more money. Just buy the link from our webpage if you want to like buy the book or the audio download. So go do that. It's on our webpage where you're listening to this. Okay. She said on last week's episode, they came to see me at one of my book signings without telling me they were going to be there. 
which took me by surprise, as you can probably tell by the look on my face. During the first two seasons I was on Real Housewives of New Jersey, we talked about the show a lot. I was always telling them about what was going on with different ladies from our group. Guess which ones? So I was more than blown away when Andy, not Kathy, called me to tell me Kathy was coming on the show in the third season as a new housewife. I couldn't believe she kept it from me. I felt betrayed. Over the years, things got ugly between me, Rosie, and Kathy, especially on the reunions. Yes, I said some things that were pretty harsh, and I'm sorry for that. But when Kathy went after my parents the way she did, she crossed the line. A big line. Okay, pause. Teresa, honey, sweetheart, this is where you live in an alternate reality. You went after her family, which is why Kathy replied about yours. Because you were saying something about her parents, so she put it back on you. But you started it. Not that two wrongs make a right, but this is how Teresa twists what actually happens to make herself the victim. Back to Teresa. If you know me, you know my parents mean everything to me. I love them so much, and I'm very close to them. Even though Kathy apologized for what she said, it still stuck with me. Can't help it. I'm human. And what you said about her parents, I guess, just means absolutely nothing. What you said about her parents first. But that wasn't the end. For me, the next big blow came from the side of the family, starting with Richie. Again, he never knows when to shut up. When Richie, Kathy, and Rosie, and their mother, my aunt, were talking about my legal troubles, Richie asked my aunt what she thought of it all. Why would he do that? Um, probably because you're all making a television show, a reality television show, Teresa. That P.S., by the way, you signed up for. I have to say, I'm still hurt to this day at my aunt's answer. Instead of saying she supported me no matter what or something like that, she said, I always tell my children, you do something wrong, you always pay for it. You can never get away with it. Uh, yeah, Teresa, you know, for someone who values family so much, shouldn't you respect your elders? Shouldn't you respect your aunt? I'm sorry your aunt doesn't want to kiss your ass and tell you that your fraudulent crimes were uh, a good thing to do. Again, this is where Teresa's delusional. She wants everyone to support her no matter what the hell she does. And that's, 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 she's a narcissist. She, she's so narcissistic, I can't stand it. Okay, anyway. I'm sorry. That was like a punch in the gut. Was I furious? Yes. Enough said. Here's the icing on the cake. Oh, this will be good. When I went away, I didn't hear a peep from Kathy, Richie, or Rosie. Nothing. Not a card, not a letter, not a call to Joe asking how the girls were doing. Whatever. I had bigger things to deal with. As I've said, I was more concerned with my daughters, Joe, and my parents while I was at camp. You were in jail. While I'm on a roll here, let me clear something else up. Some people have gotten on my case for calling the correctional facility where I serve my time at camp. I, you, I don't know if you guys believe me. I don't read these ahead of time. But that's what it was, and that's how the inmates, guard, and administrations refer to it. I was sent to a women's minimum security satellite camp. I'm not trying to downplay where I was or whitewash it. It is what it is. But I wanted to set the record straight in case you hear me call it camp again. Honey, okay, huh? whatever you say, sweetheart. 
fucking psychopath. This is like sociopath. This is like sociopath. Like sociopaths, they keep like twisting and twisting and saying, and then you're going to believe it eventually. They're just going to keep making it the truth until you believe it. So while I was away, which is one of the hardest times of my life, none of us heard a thing from Kathy or Rosie. I had a limited... Okay. This is what I mean about Teresa literally writes shit as the truth, and then people just buy it. Like, people will just blindly believe this stuff because she's saying it. That's not true. While you were away, we saw Rosie several times filling, uh, filming with your husband, Joe. So obviously, at least she did reach out. And I find it hard to believe that if Rosie was reaching out, Kathy didn't reach out either. Just saying. I had a limited amount of people I could include on my email list while I was away, so a lot of people in my life weren't able to email me. Yet they still reached out to me by mail to let me know they were thinking about me. Melissa wasn't on my email list, but she wrote to me. She found a way to make an effort. Even my fans, people I don't know personally, researched how to contact me by mail and sent me tons of cards and letters, which I still have to this day, by the way. But Kathy and Rosie, my own family, never even made an attempt. That hurt me deeply. And clearly that's a lie. But whatever. Sociopath uses people's emotions against them. Teresa wants you to read this blog and feel so bad for her that you'll be on her side now. <laughs> and when I told Kathy and Rosie that I wanted to cut the cancer out, what I meant was that I wanted to get rid of any negativity I can in my life. Maybe that wasn't the best choice of words, but you know how I am. Just before Joey and I met with Kathy and Rosie, Joey and I were talking about how I needed to get rid of anything stressful in my life that I could, and he used the words, cut the cancer out. It just stuck in my head. So now everyone is going crazy over that. But I didn't mean it how it came out. Here's the bottom line with all of this. I have been to hell and back over the past few years, and with Joe being away, I'm still dealing with a lot. But there's only so much a person can take. I know we're family, but after a while, I started to think, why do I have to subject myself to this anymore? It's been many years of dealing with this. I'm exhausted by all of it, and it makes me sad. Why do you think I broke down crying in Joey's car after Rosie, Kathy, and I met? Because in the end, it's still my family we're talking about here. They hurt me, and it's going to take time. All of this made me question... All of this made me question the sincerity of their intentions. They didn't want to do anything to mend the friendship privately while I was away or after I came home, not even over the holidays. This is my family we're talking about. On one final note, thank God I see where this is going, and I was going to really lay into her on this one if she didn't mention it, but she is. On one final note, no matter what is going on with Kathy, Richie, or Rosie, I'll always be there for them when it comes to Victoria and the health issues she's been facing. I was there when she first started dealing this, and I will be there again. I'll keep her in my prayers. Apparently, she don't give a shit about the brother or her, the other son. 
I'm signing off this week with a heavy heart, but still love, love, love to you all. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. I don't buy it. I think she's narcissist and a sociopath, and she always wants to use people's emotions against them, and she always wants to use people's emotions to make them feel sorry for her. It's textbook sociopath. I'm signing off with a heavy heart. You don't have a heavy heart. Eat a dick. But tell me if I'm a horrible, mean monster. Everyone seems to be doing it on social media lately. And maybe I'll reply to you over there at Reality Recaps. <laughs> well, that about wraps up our Real Housewives of New Jersey audio blogs for this week. Now, don't forget, if you love what we're doing, well, we need your support. Consider making a one-time donation over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal, or even better yet, becoming a patron at yourreality recaps.com slash patron p-a-t-r-e-o-n and if you are listening on itunes a five-star rating and a nice review really is a great free way to help support our shows it's the least you freeloaders could do but again the patron uh group gives you access to the patron only group kind of self-explanatory and special shows weekly just for patrons as well as prize giveaways and so much more but it and paypal donations are what keeps us up and running. We can't do these shows without your support, so if you like them, consider supporting us the best way you can, for free or with a monetary donation. We will see you guys all next week. Check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com, and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody!